Dame acá, ponerte algo, ponerte un preview de lo que viene después. Baby, yo sé que cuando te pruebe yo me voy a enamorar. Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Suela Pérez. And I'm Vero Valletti Flores, and we're two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week we've got a roundup of the newest music for y'all. We are starting with the new Bad Bunny because of the Bad Bunny announcement, and I have some feelings about it, but let's take a listen to Un Previo. I don't know, honestly. I feel like I saw a lot of like kind of clickbaity headlines about it from like Me Too and stuff being like, people are upset about the new Bad Bunny song. I don't know. So oh, I was, really? Yeah, when it first came out. I mean, I honestly, I think they're just, yeah, that's literally just like them trying to get people to read their article on Instagram. But um, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm not in love for sure. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, I, have, I, I definitely will... have feelings about his kardashian era for sure yeah well i didn't know that like you know so just as context everything that i know about the kardashians i know against my will which is well because i feel like i know a lot but apparently (laughs) not enough to know that this whole song is apparently full of reference to the kardashian that he's dating currently i didn't know that either yeah my sister who watches them had to tell me about this because like i'm just like this is just like a song about a girl she's like oh you know vaquerita she loves horses i was like horses why the fuck would i associate horses with the kardashian i don't fucking know that shit but apparently there's like all these various like you know like whole aspects of things that are about like you know like horses and maybe some gossip about where she'd been traveling is all like sort of like wrapped up in this song which like if you know those sort of things is like very obvious that this song is about homegirl but as this like aspect (laughs) of uh, things bores me to tears um I uh, didn't know any of that but you know as a music journalist I'm doing my job (laughs) and reporting what I know yeah Um, I thought that they had broken up and I was happy, but then I guess the not, or they're still together. I don't know. This is one that I wish was a PR relationship, but I'm, I don't, doesn't seem like it. Yeah. I, 
I don't know. It might be, it might not be. I did see, though, that just to continue on the gossip train, um, even though I feel like I have more fun things to say about this song, um, is that Gabriela uh, posted about his, his new ex? album. His ex? Yeah, well, that's, if we are to believe, yeah, that's his ex. Yeah, his ex is the person that, like, the first person that we knew Bad Bunny to be dating. What are you conjecturing, that that was also a PR relationship? No, 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 no. That was not a PR relationship because oh. it was like from before he was famous. But right. Um, but what? You're like maybe I they're still it, dating. You think? Yeah. Like oh. I, what I'm saying is that it is possible that if it is a PR relationship, but they're still actually dating. Whatever. Right. I, what did she say about the album? She just posted it, and she was just like, "Here." She posted his like little preview thing where he's like, you know, like looking like some. 1970s salsero in 1970s new york city but like walking into carbone to get some i don't know dumb creamy pasta why are americans obsessed with creamy pasta i don't <laughs> understand so vodka sauce that's so random Vito. what the it's fuck just like the trendiest restaurant in new york city is like no a place where you can get some fucking pasta with vodka sauce like grow up that's how i feel wait what do italians not eat pasta with cream sauce yeah, I guess, but I just like that's like the thing, the pinnacle of where you want to go. I guess the food really has nothing to do with it, but people oh, yeah. are this is with this, this is a level of gossip. I have no idea what's going on in New York City's like restaurant trends, you know, or where the fashionable yeah. places to go. Yeah. I mean, let's be yeah. real; these people aren't eating probably. They're all just yeah, like celebrities, yeah. you know. I don't know, um, but, the, but there's I don't like know a what's wrong with pasta. This pasta. <laughs> I don't like. There's it, nothing but... wrong with pasta sauce. It's just fine. It's just <laughs> fine. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing particularly great about it creamy pasta to me is just like i don't know i sometimes feel it's a cop out to like rely on dairy a lot for food to be delicious you're not a big dairy person but i'm not i also don't love dairy like that people are like oh my god cheese and the cheese pulls and whatever i'm just like okay yeah the cheese pull thing is a stupid tiktok thing i don't (laughs) think that matters um get a new trick it doesn't mean it tastes good you know okay wait i have a random anecdote about vodka vodka sauce when i was in college um i played on the ultimate frisbee and every spring break we would go on a trip the two the like the men and women's teams to the south and play whatever and stay in a big house and like we were in charge for cooking for ourselves which was a terrible idea number one and then so one night these guys were trying to make um vodka sauce pasta but they put uh-huh. so much vodka in it that it was like the most disgusting thing oh gross. i've ever tasted in my life don't let college age <laughs> boys try to feed people that yeah, sounds was like, too nasty. We were like, that let's go to Sonic nasty. instead, which is what we did. You can barely let grown boys feed people. I mean, Lord, I know. God. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, and then you're trying to cook for like 70 hungry people who've been like running all day. Yeah, it was it was, oh, it was terrible. No. Anyway, um, how are you feeling yeah. about the new album? Like, are you you're like... Well, so I generally... I'm like, give us a chance to miss you, right. Lord. That's what we've been you saying You know what I mean? While, like, yeah. I have. And like, I liked... Un verano sin ti. Like, I, like, have mostly really liked Bad Bunny's work over the last three years. He's given us, like, an album a year, plus, like, other singles, plus, like, La Que No Salieron. Like, like at least, like, 75 fucking tracks on, like, a low end over the last three years. Because each album is, like, 25 motherfucking tracks. And it's just like, bro, like, give us a moment to miss you. Um... That's how I've been feeling, um, but I don't think anybody else feels that way. I feel like that maybe I am alone in this, or maybe it's like, it's obviously quite profitable. He's like the most streamed artist 
in the world like three years in a row or something so like maybe there's a trick to having like 22 song albums but I'm just like what can one person possibly have to say that's like new and earth shattering and like deserving of this much attention that like you have like 22 different songs I mean let's be real this this man could probably never make music again and he's set for life like it's not a money thing I don't think yeah Um, don't you want to rest I think it's just like he I think this is like his shit like he's a creative guy you know I I understand how you're feeling, but then I remembered how good Verano Sinti was, and like it was like the song of the summer. It was like the album of the summer. So I'm like, if he can do something like that again, like I'll welcome some more music. But this yeah, this but it hasn't didn't hit all been me. like that. Yeah, it hasn't all been like that. Like for example, El Último Tour del Mundo was I was very whatever about, but also like there were a few songs on Un Verano Sinti that I also was pretty whatever about, like. I mean, I, I don't need like the whole album like no to be... no need with 23 tracks. Yeah. I don't need the whole album to be hits, but it had a number, I mean, a number of songs. Yeah, but what did yes, you think about absolutely. this song? What do you think about it in preview? I was, at first, I listened to it and I was like, okay, whatever. It's cute. You know, it's not like it didn't do anything specific for me the first time that I heard it. But then I was like, okay, I should probably bring it to this new music episode um and because he announced his album for friday you will be listening to this episode and the album will be out already we don't have access to it yet um but um i was like okay like let's bring this song and i started listening to it like for real because i was gonna bring it and i was like is is bad bunny trying to bring back like the 90s slash early aughts harpsichord (laughs) like (laughs) like I and that's that's the kind of thing that I'm like okay like Bad Bunny has uh, is either like such a creative genius and or is working with so many creative geniuses and has the money to pay so many creative geniuses to work with him like you know the producer on this is Tiny, La Paciencia Mm -hmm. and Mag three of them um, all three of whom are like some of my favorite people that he works with I love um, I love Tiny as you all know um, he's like a young legend and then La Paciencia and Mag are two Dominican producers that have been working with him for a little while now and are like, you know, really, really great. And, it, but I'm just like, okay, like this is the kind of stuff that I'm like, okay, like here you are like giving us this like classic nineties, early aughts production reference, like, like thinking like, I'm thinking like all these songs that like Candy Burris wrote, like, you know, TLC, No Scrubs, Destiny's mm-hmm. Child, Bills, 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 like, mm-hmm. you know, like J-Lo, If You Have My Love, like all of these songs that are like with a little harpsichord. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, bro, <laughs> this is like such a like a like a specific reference, you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. the kind of thing that I was like, okay, maybe I will find something in this album yeah. that I'm like... There's, like, so many, like, little, so much attention to detail in that way that, like, is reminiscent of, like, say, like, Beyonce, for example. I feel like there's a similar thing going on with, like, a Beyonce album where there's, like, it's all such a production. It's all so carefully thought out. There's, like, not, like, a single accident or, like, I mean, obviously, I'm sure that there's lots of creative accidents, but, like, everything is so well thought through and, um this is just like one little piece of evidence of that. I'm just like, okay, like you all like are giving a lot of this like vintage nineties, like whatever situation in a lot of the aesthetics and a lot of what you're doing. And then you are bringing also this specific production reference that is like 1999 personified. Right. So it's so, um, I, I just, 
that made me be like, okay, okay, maybe there's something here for me, you know, like maybe there will be something here and I'll be like caught up in the uh, zeitgeist and I'll be into it and Bad Bunny will have done it again. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I think your question of like, is he a creative genius or is he just working with all these people? I think, you know, I think his creative genius got him onto the scene and now he can work with whoever the fuck he wants and so well right but also he's choosing what creative geniuses to work with even if he's like other people are coming up with the ideas he's like you 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 and you which i think is also a creative project right like i mean for you to be able to curate that is so it's not taking credit away from him but yeah yeah no i mean i think we can't deny that he's like yeah a brilliant He's got a brilliant creative mind and has done some really interesting things in his career. And now, yeah, he gets to cherry pick kind of. And obviously he's still, he's not just sitting back, like he's still involved in the whole process. But I mean, that particular reference makes sense, I think, with what's going on in pop culture. That's kind of like the moment now in fashion. And so I'm not really surprised. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what he comes up with. I thought it was funny that on Spotify in the preview, they have like a preview of the album, but all the track lists just say fire with the fire emoji. <laughs> like, okay, guys. Yeah, he did the same thing on Twitter, being like track one, palo, track two, yeah, palo, track right, twenty two, right. palo. I'm all like, right. okay, Benito, okay, te ruego, like no yeah. puede ser. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll just, but, I think I'll get really sad if you start singing in English. I think that feels like the like line for me somehow, and I, I don't know. It's not really fair for me to like say that he's never allowed to do that, but. Just something about it feels like a sellout that he's been so committed to not doing, you know? Yeah, I feel less that way. But it is one thing that he's been like, he's been very (laughs) vocal about, like, I don't Mm -hmm. know how to speak English really. But like he's dating a fucking, I don't think Kylie Jenner speaks Spanish, you know? So he's got to be learning English. No, I want, I guess, language of they're not a lot of talking. (laughs) I don't know. I want to know how they talk because some of the Bad Bunny interviews I've seen, I'm like, that boy does not handle the language very well yet. So I don't know how they're talking. (laughs) Now he's living in LA. I mean, Google Translate has gotten really good, but, you know. Yeah. All right. My first pick for this episode is a new Shaki song. It's called El Jefe, and she's with Fuerza Regida. Let's take a listen. Shakira, Shakira. Fuerza Regida. Cocina, lo mismo de siempre, la misma rutina. Otro día de mierda, otro día en la oficina. Tengo un café de mierda que no me paga bien. Yo llego caminando y en el Mercedes Benz me tiene de recluta. El muy hijo de puta, yeah. Estás soñando con irte del barrio. Tienes todo para ser millonario. Caros, la mentalidad Solo te falta el salario Se acumulan las facturas Ser pobre es una basura Mamá siempre me decía Que estudiar todo asegura Estudié y nada pasó Maldita vida tan dura Trabajo más que un cabrón Pero follo menos con cura Qué ironía, qué locura Esto sí es una tortura Te matas de sola a sola Y no tienes ni una escritura Dicen por ahí que no hay mal Que más de 100 años dura Pero ahí sigue mi ex suegro Que no pisa sepultura Tengo 
So yeah, Shakira's joining the Mexican regional bandwagon. What do you think? Well, this is like very in keeping with sort of like the hot labor summer slash fall that mm. we've been experiencing with like mm-hmm. all of like the worker uprisings. I love mm-hmm. that this is like one of my favorite things that's been in the zeitgeist and in like how like it's sort of like the political like Overton window lately is um, thinking about like the way that we talk about wealth inequity, right? Mm-hmm. And these this song they're talking about how this the boss isn't paying them shit, but he's showing up in his Mercedes and like I I just I love that like we as a society and labor organizers have chosen to like really um, make that narrative focus is to be like right. well you know like that like the auto auto uh, workers are mm-hmm. on strike right now as we speak and they're like mm-hmm. you need to lift our wages by forty percent because the CEO's wages have gone up by forty percent so like if you have forty percent for the CEOs like give forty percent to us bro. And um, mm. this is like sort of in keeping with that. I love it. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love a yeah. song for the workers. <laughs> yeah, it's an exciting moment politically in that way. Yeah, the the um, sort of the momentum around around labor stuff and strikes and the work. You know, the writer strike ended. Um, yeah, the writers really got a lot. They got they got what they wanted. Yeah. You know, it's like the power is actually with <laughs> the workers because they have. Um, they have the numbers and you know you literally can't do anything without them so but it's not a given particularly in our political climate yeah i like this i feel like it sounds like shakira doing mexican regional you know like i feel like they did a yeah, good job yeah, of like it sounds right <laughs> making it her sound but at you know like so i think that's i think that's probably like the best you can do if you're going to be hopping on this bandwagon which pretty much like everyone has at this point mm-hmm. um as least the least you can do is like make it something that sounds distinctively you, especially for someone like Shakira. And so I think she's succeeded yeah. at that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if anyone's wondering, this is still it's not gone anywhere yet. It's still we're still riding this wave for sure. It's and so I'm glad funny. that at least Shak- they're partnering with these groups. You know, like they're not just doing it. On their yeah, own, yeah, so. yeah. They're not just like okay, now I'm Mexican, which is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a possible uh-huh. outcome. <laughs> <laughs> always a possibility but thankfully no one has done that yet, at least that i've been following so um, but yeah i'm 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 honestly a little bit obsessed with the the mexican regional stuff and i've just been listening to a ton of it and i feel like i don't know i'm really i'm really into it so that's uh, that's a great yeah. yeah watching this video i also like there's like shakira i'm always like girl you you have your personal style and you have really committed to it she's like mm-hmm. in some ways such a gen xer and <laughs> right. you know i'm just like all right girl you know what you like she's got a brand she sure does and it works so <laughs> i don't know what's up with her personal life i haven't like followed if she's got any like pr relationships or what's going on i know she's in miami now but um, uh, uh. Yeah, what's I, up with her? I don't know. It's with her not... cheating husband, I don't know. I'm not following any of it. But... Or her tax situation in Spain. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting to me. I'm like she's tax evasion, and she's trying scandalous. to blame it on him too. Oh my god, Candela. That's yep. what I'm interested in. I want to hear more <laughs> tax evasion drama. <laughs> That's your kind of gossip. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right, what do you got um, next for us? All right, the next song that I have is by an artist that I just recently came across 
Um, she's a woman from Caracas named Mar, and this is also with somebody named Tomasito Garcia. This song is called Dwayne. song um, came across our email and I was excited to hear a song about Caracas um, and it's just like a super sweet track it sort of gives me like Lido Pimienta um, a little bit um, but yeah it's a sweet sweet song and I, I liked it a lot um, they described it as a fusion of uh, Afro-Latino rhythms and synthesizers, which is like basically the formula to get into my heart. So <laughs> <laughs> mentioned a few Caracas neighborhoods and your girl is sold. So um, <laughs> I was really, really happy to come across this. Um, Mar is uh, an indie artist. I think she's still living in Caracas. Um, and... Yeah, I am excited about this. I'm also excited because I'm making plans to go to Caracas in a couple of months. Mm. Um, and I don't, I have family in Venezuela, other places, but I don't have family left in Caracas. I, my family's not from there. And I had like an aunt and an uncle, but um, one of them passed and the other one since is living um, with my cousin in um, in the United States now, so I don't have family there, but I have a friend um, who lives in Brooklyn who also is going to be there, and we're going to, like, sort of have... Uh, I'm really excited to, like, be there as, like, with a friend that is also Venezuelan, but is part of, like, who my life is now and not, like, what my life it was in Venezuela as a child, right? Like, mm. she's DJing the queer party, and we're gonna go. And, mm. you know, like, she's, like, a musician, and is part of, like, the music scene there. So I'm, like, very excited to, like, rediscover Caracas through the lens of who I am today versus, like, mm. you know, like, I love my family, obviously, and, like, love to visit them, and that's one of the primary reasons I go back. But um, I'm excited to, like, you know, go back fully sort of as a person that I am mm -hmm. now and that who I've become and, like, experience that in Venezuela, too, and how that um, exists over there. So mm. I'm also feeling excited about Caracas. Yeah, I love that for you. 
That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I think this, it looks like from the video, this was set maybe in Spain, like the the cinematography part of it. But I'm actually. Oh, I didn't see the visualizer, the actually. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's sweet. She's just, she's on a train, like staring out the window, listening to music and singing. And I love trains like that. I feel like that's such a, oh, like, I, me too. I remember taking, I've. I feel like Spain is one place I've been where I took like really beautiful trains across the country. Um, and I think it's just such a lovely way to travel. I know. It's really my favorite way to travel. Like yeah. I, um, I love traveling by train anywhere, including in the United States. I love, you know, like the Acela or like the, just like the Amtrak on the yeah. way to DC and, um, or from DC to New York is like the only way that I will go there really, unless like for some reason I'm being driven, but, um, I, it's just the best. Mm-hmm. And people who say that high speed rail or that like rail isn't possible in a place like the United States, cause the United States is huge, doesn't know anything mm-hmm. because we used to have rail first of all, and it was pulled up by the car companies, but also like, hello, China is huge and has a lot of rail yeah. and, um, it's just as big as the United yeah. States is and they can do it. So yeah, we just need to get it together. Totally. But yeah, this is a very sweet track and I'm very happy for you about that trip. That sounds, I totally understand that wanting to have the sort of your current life and the fact that you have a, yeah. friend, who, a friend in your current life who also shares that. Um, yeah. Really yeah. It's really, it's She's really also your goat friend, very right? Sweet. She is also my goat friend. Yes, <laughs> I um, just gave her a little bit. I'm like, my freezer is like full. Of, I have anxiety about this. It's like so full right now because it's got all this like goat detritus in it. Like I have so many bones that I'm going to make into stock. And I had like these goat necks that like I just like needed to braise but like I'm not gonna have like my oven on for seven hours in August so I waited until like Saturday was like a rainy day and I was like okay I'm home all day I'm gonna like finally deal with these goat necks but it's like all this stuff taking up so much (laughs) space in my freezer (laughs) I'm like every time I open it I have a panic attack and you're like like, maybe you need to give it with all those goat bones give some goat away to your you know your Caribbean neighbors who probably like goat the thing is, it's not just goat. It's like, I, they're like weird goat parts, right. you know? Like, I had like two goat necks, which but like... people love that shit. I mean, yes, maybe. But like, also most of what's in my fridge is goat bones, yeah. which again, like you can make like a dope caldo out of it, yeah. but like, it's sort of yeah. like a sucky gift, you know? I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, yeah. I'm glad you, you processed the goat necks. <laughs> <laughs> so many goat I've seen your freezer so i can imagine yeah um <laughs> all right so my next one is exciting because this woman hasn't really had music in a long time so let's take a listen to a new single by anna tiju called tanya Más allá de todo plano terrenal, bella luz sideral que viene a convocar. Todo lo que no te dije, yo lo guardo y acá vive. Acá la ataca sigue, tu memoria siempre vive en los recuerdos que quisiste. Siempre te levantaste en momentos fatales, hiciste del oxígeno boca nada de aire. 
dale, tú luchaste Por la vida fuiste campeona de tu propio combate Nunca se está listo para despedirse así No más, pero acá siempre tú estás Y aquí nadie te olvida Cuando llegan luceros Iluminando el cielo Con la luz de este viento Que va meciendo So this is so her last album was in 2014, which I was like, had to look back. I was surprised that it's been so long. She had one single in 2020 and then um, a, a, the first single from what is going to be this new album called Vida. Um, the single is called Niñex. It was released in May. So, um, yeah, she's slowly coming back. I just I wasn't on my radar until you told me about it. And then I, I looked it up. So, um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I really like her. And I'm not sure exactly what the big, you know, gap or pause was for her but i'm excited to see her back and she has a really hot new haircut <laughs> she's got Ooh, like she's she got does? like a pixie yeah she has like a pixie uh-huh mm-hmm. uh-huh i feel Love like she that. used to be so known for her like long long hair or like i really like associate with this like super long hair oh interesting but yeah now she's got like a blonde pixie situation mm, i don't think of her with very long hair i think of her with like maybe like shoulder length like but yeah. Oh, really? Maybe yeah, it was just the one nice. time I saw her perform, she had really uh, Uh-huh. Well, I am really glad to hear that she's back. And I also am so interested in what she has to say about so many political things, you know? Like, she's such a, um, has such a clear political vision. And I remember in, like, her, um, like, her last album... Uh, she had like such a strong vision around like the student uprisings in um, in Chile, and um, I just feel like so much has shifted politically in the time since that time, um, both around the world and um, in South America. And I'm just so interested in what she's gonna choose to touch on. Um, she's also, you know, like a really outspoken um, supporter of Palestinian liberation. That's obviously like such a huge. Um, topic of conversation right now Um, and so I yeah I'm just like so curious about like in so much in a time where so much has shifted politically like what she's going to choose to touch with her with her political vision because I find it to usually be really on point Mm -hmm. I mean even the fact that her her first song was called Niñex with the X you know it's like shows Mm -hmm. kind of her relationship to the current time around gender I just texted you the photo of her (laughs) it's actually a pink pixie I stand corrected looks like it's like but I think it's really hot (laughs) she's I mean she's (laughs) she's an attractive woman oh that is very gay I love that I know I'm like is this her gay or I'm pretty sure she's married to a man but yeah she is I or at least she was and you know and she has a she has the um piercing the nose piercing the what's that called (laughs) why am I the septum septum piercing sorry yeah which I feel like is like also gay yeah gay 
I mean, that's why I guessed septum. I can't see in the yeah, picture sorry. because yeah, she's, she's small. But when you were saying no, she has yeah. something gay. about gay and a piercing, I was yeah. like, I know the one. <laughs> I feel like it's like also kind of like a bisexual flag, you know? The, the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, you know, just because she's married know. to a man doesn't mean that she has a blonde queer pixie, awakening. A septum piercing, a song called Nyekis. <laughs> Let's see what's happening here. Yeah. But anyway, we'll be, we'll be watching out for this album. Maybe we can cover it when it comes out. It doesn't have a release date yet, so... We'll yeah. see. Yep. Yeah. She might come out. Yeah. I mean, she might be openly queer. Yeah. We don't even, we just might not know it. We just don't yeah. even know. Yeah. Yep. All right. What's next? All right. So uh, I have a song by our homosexual king, Omar Apollo. Let's take a listen to Ice Slippin'. sits sort of at the border of interesting and a little corny but I don't know I just I like it there's something Mm -hmm. about it I feel like it's very like cinematic to me like I'm just like okay like this would be if I was like somebody who's in charge of like picking the songs that were like in a movie or like at a particularly tender moment of a television show or something I just feel like this song lends itself to that has sort of like soundtrack vibes so I was like Mm. okay We'll, we'll go with it. And then I think the other thing that put me over the edge here is that, like, Omar is so relentlessly gay. And <laughs> we do show favoritism on the show for the girls and the gays. So uh, I decided <laughs> to include it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like this because you think it's a little corny. So then we're going to like it, you know, because <laughs> I like corny. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, but it's also like it's got like all these like interesting little elements. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Have you brought Omar Omar Apollo before? I have. Okay. I have. Yeah. 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 And he's just been getting bigger and bigger. So I, you know, like love to see like a queer Latino taking up more of the mm-hmm. spotlight. It's beautiful. All right. This, well, all right. What's your last one? Yeah. So this is more. Um, well, we're gonna talk about whether or not if he's jumping on the bandwagon. This is. Mark Anthony and Pepe Aguilar with a song called Ojalá Te Duela.
me hablaron de ti Me dijeron que ya no te va muy bien Que has tratado pero no eres feliz Que te arrepientes de haberte ido con él Y ahora te das cuenta Que cambiaste mi amor por interés Que las cosas no se hacen a la fuerza Por eso todo te salió al revés Ojalá te duela Ojalá que llores Como un día yo lloré Para que aprendas lo que es amar a una persona Y que te rompan el corazón después No te deseo mal Ni te guardo rencor So yeah, I don't know that this is, I think, a question whether or not he's jumping on the band. I mean, he's definitely jumping on, like, the Mexican bandwagon in terms of a collaboration with a Mexican singer. But to me, the the Mexican regional moment is really, like, northern Mexican music. And I don't consider Pepe Aguilar to be part of that arena. Um, what do you think, Vero? Yeah, he's definitely part of, like, a more traditional wing of, like, Mexican music, right? And, like, you know, like, his music is, like, you know, of its own region, whatever. But, like, I don't... Um, so it, I, yes, it like, it's sort of, it's sort of like in an in-between place for me, you know, like it's not, cause Pepe Aguilar is not like Fuerza Regida. No. Pepe Aguilar is not like, you know, like one Peso of these Bluma. groups that are like, <laughs> yeah, it's not like, it's not like one of these groups or individuals who are like finding fame by like mixing Mexican regional styles with like different hip -hop, hip hop and hip hop and stuff, configurations. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't feel exactly like that. Uh, right. so yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with you. Yeah, but so I think the question is like, is is this moment, is is you know Mark Anthony, very Caribbean dude, like choosing to collaborate with a Mexican crooner, like is that moment, is it happening right now because of what's happening in pop, or is it a coincidence, you know? And I yeah, probably yeah. never know. It's, I think that it could go either way, really. Yeah, but I'm I'm here for the Caribbean Mexican crossover, like. I think it's great. It's not new. There's a whole history of collaboration between the islands yes, and Mexico. Absolutely. But, but um, yeah, I think it's I think it's great to be balancing like the Caribbean dominance of of Latin pop. So I'm here for it. And this, yeah, it's just two two men with like really big voices coming together. So I was excited to see it. That's great. Yeah, I love that. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us in this episode. We love you. Thanks for listening. And as always, all of our details about these songs that we featured are going to be on our show notes. You can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. I refuse to call it X ever. Um, and <laughs> we also have a newsletter that comes out every Friday. So you can sign up in our show notes. Like last week, Veto shared a recipe, which was kind of fun. So, <laughs> you want I did these kinds of random things from us um, join our newsletter shout out to Maite for editing and we will see y'all next week hasta la próxima y'all bye <laughs>